Hello and welcome to the journalism.co.uk podcast with me, Katarina Albanu. This episode brings you a look at CBC's mobile journalism journey. At MojoCon, the mobile storytelling and virtual reality conference organized by RT in Galway, Ireland, journalists traded mobile journalism tips about the kit they use and their ways of convincing colleagues to make better use of their smartphones in their news gathering and filming. At CBC in Canada, the focus has shifted from prioritizing TV output to digital. To promote content creation for the web, CBC journalists are increasingly being trained to use their mobile phones to film while out in the field. I caught up with Kyle Bax, business reporter based in Calgary, and Cheryl Kawaja, reporter based in Northern Canada, in one of the conference breaks to find out more about their experience as mobile journalists and how they work in the cold temperatures of the subarctic and arctic region. The area that I cover is quite vast, so it's the subarctic and the arctic, western uh, subarctic, and so some of the issues that we encounter uh, would be cold weather, so I've been out reporting at you know, minus 35, and when working as a mojo in particular, that's very challenging to keep phones warm. Uh, I work in very remote areas, connectivity is often a big challenge, so we have vast areas that have no cell reception whatsoever. And so it's a matter of getting to a community that has reception enough to file. So those are a few of the challenges of working in the Canadian North, which is very remote. So I've been working as a Mojo for just over a year. And I think what I like about it most is that I can work very independently. And it's a very intimate form. And so being on the road, I feel like it's allowed me to do things that I might not have done before. So I've Mojoed you know, in a canoe. I've been in fly-in communities that don't have roads. Uh, there was one community last year where I, I got off the plane and one of the local indigenous, the local indigenous chief uh, met me there and I needed to get around the community and we only had a few minutes and he said just hop on the back of my four-wheeler, my quad. And so I was filming on the back of a quad in this community in the Arctic Circle and it was just so easy and so intimate to be there and gathering and then to turn it around almost instantly an hour later to have a piece ready to go that I could file on the spot and so some of those memories of just being in remote places and being able to gather easily and and, um, and send off. My kit is really basic. I have a tripod and um, a shoulder pod, a microphone that I attach. Um, the cold is a huge challenge. I can get about three minutes out of my phone before it dies and so then I'll have a, I have a second phone that I usually travel with if I'm on the road so I could get six minutes and then have to put phones back in my park to warm them up or go inside. Um, but I just met the Swedish national broadcaster who gave me a really good tip on what they used to keep their phones warm. So I'm very excited about going back to Canada and, and trying out the, uh, the warmers that they use to kind of attach them to their phone. Charles being giddy about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a uh, shoulder pod, R1 and S1, Sennheiser, wireless mics, uh, Manfrotto lights, and the Manfrotto Free tripod in the bag, and it's great because that backpack I've taken yeah to Port McMurray and taken it to Paris for the UN Climate Conference and a few other events, and yeah, and even just having a MacBook Pro that I can just slide in that bag, I don't ever have to go to the plant anymore. Sometimes I won't. I'll just go to an event from home, cover it, file it from you know a conference or whatever it is. You know, do a lot of the writing at a coffee shop, and that freedom has been fantastic. 
I think some mojos are a little embarrassed when they start like, oh, I'm filming on a phone. But I've been super enthusiastic about it from the get-go. Like, when people ask about it, I'll say, yeah, it's new technology. Isn't this amazing? We can go live to the network in 90 seconds. Can you believe that from a telephone? And I, I think that kind of excitement is, is contagious. Like, people are into it. They want to know more about it. Um, yeah, but I haven't actually had any mishaps. I've had really close calls where the connectivity is not good and I, I've been trying to file pieces and I'm just watching my item upload really slowly, holding my breath and praying for, um, for good internet, but that's about as close as it's come. I just said once where I was in a big scrum at a, an oil company's annual general meeting and my light, the batteries were low and so it just started like strobing uncontrollably <laughs> and it was a pretty dark room so like this like the CEO got all frazzled <laughs> and then I shut the light off and then I just wanted to take a few still pictures and then yeah my flash on my phone for some reason it was started going off too and it was just <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing but otherwise you know it's been it's been relatively smooth sailing. You've been listening to a journalism.co.uk podcast. Visit journalism.co.uk for mobile journalism training information and for more coverage for MojoCon, including why Snapchat can make you a better storyteller, mobile journalism's impact on the reporting at SVT in Sweden, and safety tips for journalists covering dangerous situations.